0: Welcome to the Queensland racing preview. I'm your host Scooty Pippin, and we've got MJ up in Toowoomba. He's still got the beanie on from the stratosphere. Chilly still up there, mate.
1: Yeah. Um, look, the weather's not too bad, um, but it's just chilly enough in in the in the office this morning. Just, um, just trying to do my best to stay warm and find a winner.
0: Speaking of um, staying warm, it looks like Queensland Racing has decided to publish bicarbs. All of a sudden, yeah, bicarb reading,
1: pre race swabs. How good. Um, so, pre race swabs where the TCO2 reading is above 35.0, is it millimole? Uh, whatever it is, 35.0. So, anything above 35. Uh, Will be published on the Curic website, so um, whatever that means. Um, We've had one. Was there any announcement?
0: Was there any Uh, commentary around why, or is it just
1: just a? This is off the back of um, Robert Heathcote and his um, um, army of trainers that called everyone a cheat, um, apart from themselves, basically. (laughs) Well, yeah, talking about the 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 tubing horses was rampant. Um, so, part of the re- knee jerk reaction to that from Keurig was to publish uh, TCO2 readings above 35. Uh, we've only, which surprisingly enough, so this is what um, I enjoy this, I, I find the humour in this. Alligator blood's positive and subsequent B sample and the hearing has taken, what, what are we into July now? That was back in January.
0: Yeah, and, the magic beans
1: is often run in January. And <laughs> it is. I, I, it's, it's only a, ever a vague recollection of memories for me, the Millions Carnival. And, um, and obviously we heard about um, John O'Shea's positive swab that he received 12 months ago when his horse won the Queensland Oaks. Uh, the date of the first sample was taken on the 28th of June um, uh, and was published on the 1st of July. So what is that, a two-day, three-day turnaround? Yeah, a couple of days, yeah. It's a couple of day turnaround to publish a, a TCO2 reading above 35. So, you know, it takes us six months to get a, to get a B sample uh, and an A sample positive spoken about yet. The TCO2 test results were three days from testing to being published. Nico smile was uh, the horse and Jan Aikenhead was the trainer. You may never heard of Jan Aikenhead probably because she's trained three winners in her life. You know, with a small team, she doesn't have a lot of runners, so she's not going to trade a lot of winners. In fairness to Jan, but um, yeah, she was the lucky/slash unlucky participant to have uh, her name the first published. So that horse is still a maiden there; it ran third on the day. I doubt there's anything untoward going on there, but anyway, they're published. All right. Looking at the racing
0: this week, we've got we're back at Eagle Farm. It's a plus eight rail. uh, might favour on pace horses there or on fence And then one off the fence is probably the best place to be in run Looks like it's going to be a good four Beautiful weather up in Queensland It's a shame us Victorians can't cross the border But that's another story altogether Not sure where, where Mick Goody is That's still a, a big mystery for us But uh, let's let's kick off race one at Eagle Farm, we might bookend the card looking at uh, the quality of the racing up here. It feels like some of those horses are just they getting dizzy. They've been going around that many times. And, mm. yeah, we've got, what, the the Sunshine Coast meeting next week, and that's, sort of, that's the final curtain. But, um, yeah, this is a pretty average meeting on Eagle Farm, but we'll do our best to pick the card apart. Garibaldi opens up favourite around the $2.60 quote best price. Five dollars for My Annie. Last start uh, at the Gold Coast was impressive. Broken Arrows around the 460 quote Invictus Prince. The Sydney side of five dollars. has nine, Sanction 31, probably a knockout chance. Uh, fresh there and bigger odds the rest. First thoughts here, curls was Garibaldi. Very very short. This 260. I couldn't I couldn't touch it myself.
1: She's, I don't know about this horse. Um, you know, he has, okay, you go through his, his most recent runs, you know, he ran second to Nidorp, Nidorp, whatever you pronounce it. You know, that's good form line. Second to the Odyssey, nice horse, good form line. Um, you know, then it was sort of raced outside of its normal racing pattern when it led the Gold Coast Guineas that day and got beat 2.8, the high tail, four legs to the Odyssey in the Fred Best. You know, like basically if he was, you know, uh, look, he's a three-year-old colt. He's a Vinny. Basically, if he had a, one of those races, he would have been hurtling down Mundool and Connection Road and turning into Aquas Farm and probably standing at stud. Um, <laughs> but he goes around a, <laughs> um, that, He He goes around again. I, I believe he's had a, um, you know, he comes here like a month between runs and I believe he's had a little jump out that was fairly nice. Um, I just don't know like I just think he might be a bit unders like there's a there's a bit of jury out sort of around this horse he's I just don't know that he's ever done enough to warrant going around sort of this price. This is not the worst class three race mm. you know like there's some other there's some other horses that have got some ability in the race like you mentioned about sanction being a potential knockout chance and and broken arrows coming up here for fifa um I, yeah, look, I just couldn't dive in with any with any confidence at the early quote. For those playing at home and want to have a look at the last start replay, go have a look at Four My Annie. Um, it was um, it was just a horror show, complete horror show. Obviously, this is a, missed the kick. Yeah, missed the kick badly, and yeah, it's just a complete horror show. But um, yeah, you know, the horses the horses got some ability. I'm just not sure whether it's up to these. I, you, if he runs to his best on what he's shown, Garibaldi, you you know think he could be winning, but I'm not sure if yeah, I just can't be convinced.
0: Mm, Mininet, yeah. Mininet Kennedy off, Brad Stewart on, that's a mouth-watering jockey switch there. Huge and yeah, drawn drawn an okay gate as well. Would be it'll be hard to think that the market won't come for for that runner at some stage. I think so. Hmm. And then, yeah, the Sydney horses, they're, um, they won't be a pushover. Invictus Prince, although he's a seven-year-old gelding, um, if there's any chinks in Garibaldi's armour, definitely mm-hmm. capable. Um, but, yeah, starting to think that it's a bit of a nonny and um, maybe they've sort of nearly given up on this horse and think, well, it's an out-of-season horse at best, Garibaldi. But either way, like, you'd, you'd, you'd want to be watching or you'd want to be betting really, really late because I think, a lot of players will be trying to risk this horse.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the, you know, last week we spoke about, um, the other week we spoke about that horse, um, his name's escaped me, he was the best placed horse in a Class 3 race anywhere. A couple of weeks ago, um, how wonderful life is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this week this week we get the worst placed horse in Australia in a class, anywhere in, in a Class 3 at Dooman, and that's Tequila Boom. Um, in this same race here, the uh, what is he a fifty-four Raider um, up against a few of these <laughs> better prepared uh, with, better, with better form, coming off a nice fourth at Kilcoy. Um, I think uh, I think it's about a hundred to one. I think you'll be shopping closer yeah. to closer to five hundreds on the fair,
0: or even yeah, they will probably just missed a zero <laughs> when they cut and paste the prices. <laughs> It'll be a thousand to one. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's a pretty lacklustre card looking through the rest of the field. The feature race is the last, the the ninth. If, um, I think, like you've been doing what the Metro, Brisbane, you've, you've taken over from me. I'm a little snowed in trying to do end of financial year stuff. And I think you're hitting it about, what, just over 20% for the Metro stuff. In the last three months, you're winning at about 18.5%. And you've been doing about it feels like you've been doing nearly every day, but you've been doing sort of three or four or sometimes up to five meetings a week. So, yeah. Uh eighty and a half percent off a three month sample, you're definitely um, heading in the right direction there.
1: And yeah, we got uh, a got a little bit of a um a kick in the in the pants the last um the last couple of days of the month in June, which sort of um wiped out a bit of good work, but uh, Gatton was a complete horror show f- uh, for me um, on the weekend, just gone, but salvaged some respect by with a winning set at Doom and Um Which was handy, but uh, yeah, it has been pretty tough because you know with the COVID um, calendar, we've basically been racing every second day, so it's it's been Mm -hmm. tough to 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 be across it. Now we're back to some kind of normality, you know, with the metropolitan meeting Saturday, uh, the provincial meeting Saturday afternoon at the Gold Coast, and then Toowoomba Saturday night. So our our biggest concern, well, the biggest concern from a punting perspective right now is going to be the uh, the the jockeys and the and the, um, you know, the depth of jockeys and the quality that sort of be riding those provincial meetings on a Saturday. Um, you know, we've had some good success during this COVID period with some nice, you know, some good horses and jockeys and trainers going around at the provincials at the Gold Coast on a Friday Arvo for Metro money. Um, now we sort of condense all those better horses back to the Metropolitan um, Saturday grade. And as we get it, as we get out to the provincials on a Saturday night, the jockey ranks are thinning out. and. Had a few jocks retire or are off injured at the moment, which is sort of depletes the ranks even more. So it's um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out for this month with the calendar back to to some kind of normality.
0: Well, New South Wales have banned international jockeys unless they want a one group one, two group twos, or <laughs> three group threes. I don't know how they can think up this stuff, and to think that. They want less competitive jockey ranks and just leave, the, I guess, the Aussie battlers just to fight amongst themselves over the ride to give them more opportunity. It sounds mindless and I'd love to see some of these international jockeys try their hand up at Queensland and improve the, the pun of confidence and the riding ranks uh, to no end. And I think competition in any form of business or, or life is a, a really healthy thing, but it's a different world down in New South Wales, and it's, uh, it's
1: led oh. by a couple of uh, pretty... It, uh, I read that article in the Sydney... Was it the Sydney Morning Herald wrote that article? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. There's some other interesting pieces if you look in that article. There's You know, you get online, you get the related articles. Um, talk about Sydney rules. There's an article there suggesting that there was a, a leading New South Wales trainer... Um, that fronted a steward's inquiry in 2019 that had been swept under the rug for assaulting another licensed person and was had a substantial fine but it was swept under the rug and not spoken about and the Sydney Morning Herald journalist sort of brought it to light um, you know a couple of days ago so it's it's amazing it's amazingly uh, organized racing jurisdiction Sydney and um, you know I suppose, um, but those don't like other jockeys going in their own little patch because it shows them up because they are the most precious, overrated racing jurisdiction in the world. Race. I, I love getting on Twitter and seeing the racing participants from Sydney get on Twitter and bag the shit out of football referees and footballers. Yet somebody, <laughs> yet somebody mentions a bad ride or a, you know, a, a, something about a jockey in Sydney, and you know they, they want us to get a boat and. Paddle down the river of their tears Like, give me a spell (laughs)
0: Yeah, nothing surprises me about um, Yeah, the racing media or Yeah, just New South Wales alone It's just propaganda nowadays Yeah, just jockeys sharing water bottles In COVID times And, you know, there should have been a suspension there And that just gets swept under the rug So, and just miraculous stories Get, you know, get published and printed So, yeah it's beyond belief. Let's get back into the racing. Race nine at Eagle Farm. It's, a, uh, it's got a bit of black tight. It's on a listed race. We've got Miltaja heading up the market at $6. You've got Jammy Lady, who was very good last starts, Six fifty. Jamaican Rain, a horse that always um, seems to be back from the lambing camp. The lambing, oh, I've said this before, I love to play poker against Richard Lambing. I think he'd be very easy to read. Uh, $8 in seven already And the horse goes like a bomb first up So just waiting for money there I think Tegan will suit that that horse $9.50 hold the line Jaden Tom $9 Boomtown lass uh, $13 I Love You Lucy snuck in there at $11 i have got that around the wrong way Seems to always start a big price that horse Panino $13 uh, Money horse that one In Good Time uh, That was my sort of swan song Within the tipping ranks, 80 to 1. I'm back to that last start, and here it comes up $12 um, in a weaker, weaker field, I would have thought. Still might be an okay price there. And then Fiesta's uh, another one of mine, $16. And then uh, River Racer, $18. Better the rest. Curls, can you make any sense of this um, Phillies and Mare's race over $1,200? i am
1: going to start with Jamaican rain, since you... Give it a bit of detail, um, purely because I remember it come up here two years ago and uh, won the Glasshouse Handicap on a wet track with Tegut on it. Uh, off a of Mooney. Skinny's day. No, Glasshouse Glasshouse Handicap <laughs> Sunshine Coast Skinny's Day. <laughs> uh, off a of Mooney Valley win. Then last year it came up here, ran in a Tat Tiara. And then was a heavily-backed favourite seven days later in the glasshouse, again on a heavy track. Um, mm. It led and, and capitulated, but it was well back that day with Tegan on. Gets here, um, you know, obviously it's been a little bit of time between runs, um, but it's a um, similar sort of setup here, I, I, I think, for this horse. It comes here off a Group 3 win at Melbourne, We'll have a nice little pipe opener here and then start short a well-backed horse next week in the glass house, I, I think. Um, probably happy to let it go around without me this time. Um, yeah, the one that you backed last start, um, and we'll just pump up your tyres a little bit more while we can, I suppose, because not all, every day you tip something in 80s, but can't in good time win again. Like it, like Bandapur and Scalopini you know Scalapini's ran well again um this horse is in good form it's like you know, it goes up a little bit in weight fair enough it's going to get a similar type of run I still think double figures is a good price um the other horse that's double figures in a similar sort of setup is um uh love you lucy like you know done nothing wrong either you know starts it's going to start at double for double figures at the minute um you know, pretty open race. You've got your sort of usual sort of suspects. They're going to be on speed here, I think. Um, Boomtown last, Jamie, Lady, those types of horses. And I think those two are, are once again right, you know, right in the market. Mortage, um, you know, it's got that sort of get back, been getting back a little bit, has has had that little trial uh, since its last run, which is, you know, no negative either, you know, uh, month between runs. You know, it's got to be some hope, I suppose. Uh, You know, Brad Stewart on is always a good booking. know how well he's been riding this carnival. Yeah, there's there's plenty of angles here. Um, You know, if if you're keen enough one, you know, with the right angle, you're going to get a price. Like I said, it's like $6 favourite, isn't it? Little Yeah, yeah. Uh, Plenty of angles. I think maybe In Good Time could be the one that's over the genie. Mm.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't... I couldn't knock any anything that did last start for sure. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm query about Jamaican rain. It, is, it just seems to be two of that horse. It either goes like a scalded cat or it just, you know, it, fa- it fails fire a shot. But, I, yeah, I'm just a little bit worried with Jammy Lady um, if it decides to sit up and sort of harass it. Uh, there's a little bit of other speed in the race. I thought the other horse that could... Surprise at really big odds was Persu- Persuader. Yeah, uh, the, the Mick Price and Mick Kent uh, yard. It was it was okay at uh, Mooney Valley last start, um, and some of the form around horses that it raced again last last prep. Tahitian Dancer and Intervela, Scollupini, um, Vega Days. It'd probably have it in the mix here as well. So uh, yeah, I thought it was probably the knockout runner there, but. Yeah, definitely happy to be around Multajah and um, and look for some value there. Girls, where are we going to see you operate this weekend? What's, uh,
1: uh, what's... what? Well, I'm I'm covering um, race by race coverage. Will be uh, Gold Coast in the afternoon, definitely. I'm going to send out and I'll be doing race by race to woomba Saturday night. So if you haven't had enough, if you hadn't won enough by 5 p.m. Saturday, you can always tune in and. <laughs> and follow what uh, Toowoomba on Saturday night. Uh, I'll be sending out some, uh, I'll be sending out the sheets for Brisbane. Uh, so they'll go out at night. uh For Eagle Farm. Um, sorry. Um, so they will go out with, uh, you know, we said some uh, rated prices and some suggested early plays will go out with that information. Um, and then an update as we go along. I think one thing that's pretty consistent about Brisbane metropolitan racing at Doomben and Eagle Farm is that you do, more often than not see patterns emerge throughout the day at both of those tracks, so it's important to keep an eye on those um, as you're playing during the day and, and take positions so yeah so that's uh that's my jam uh, for the weekend um, there's a there's a meeting at warwick thursday ipswich friday which uh which I'll be covering with bets at some stage. they both look like a little snack sample size there a little might have a little, you know, snack on a little treat on Thursday and Friday along the way, <laughs> way to Saturday. But, uh, I'm, sure we, I'm sure we can find one that'll start half the price. We back it and cop a bad ride like, I did, <laughs> like, like we did in June.
0: Where else for Queensland? Sounds great, mate. All right. So, yeah, um, movers and black bookers, Warwick, Ipswich, you may even find something at Sunshine Coast. You've got the sheets that'll get pushed out, Eagle Farm on the Saturday early and then you're going to do race, race, Gold Coast and Toowoomba. You sound like a very busy man. Good luck on the weekend and you want to see more of Curls, head to themailbag.com.au or at Toowoomba Tips on Twitter for pure entertainment and elite gift work. See you next week, punners. Cheers, mate. Thanks. See ya.